internet welcome back to another session of chai and chill today i am joined by my ex co-worker fellow social media enthusiast and my friend ritu uh, and before we begin a little background on us we were working at bbooks at the same time which is a well it has grown now but back when we were working it was a uh, publishing house which had just started it was in its second year when i joined and it was in its third year when ritu joined yeah and welcome ritu Cheers. Thank you so much for having me here and I was actually looking forward to be on your channel for a very long time I guess. I like your I didn't self invite myself. Yes, it is uh yeah, I think even I like makeup because of the texture. You know somehow I think this resembles the dragon egg shells of uh from Game of Thrones. Have you seen Game of Thrones? No, I'm Any one of those people? I am the 10 percent who's never seen an episode. Okay, but somehow, <laughs> like one of the lead figures, Daenerys Targaryen, she had these dragons. Okay, those fiery dragons, and the dragon shells somehow resemble this texture. I think that's why I'm very fond of this mug. Hmm. What does your cup say? Is there a story to your cup? No, it is just from a place called Chai Point. I like it because I discovered it during COVID times. They take a lot of precautions. They are the ones who are marked on Swiggy as. We take precautions. We do everything that is suggested, and they give you okay. these amazing flasks. And you know how much of a child ah, I am yes, because I am very busy. Oh, so I spend half of Sunday teaching kids how to blog, half of it uh, editing videos, half of it redoing our living room. So I did not have time to make chai, so I ordered it. And since it's in a flask, <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing, right? You don't even have to do the dishes. That's good. I am tired of doing the dishes. I just don't want to do any more of my birthday anymore. Yeah, let's 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 not go into that dark place, okay? <laughs> dishes is not something I want to indulge in. <laughs> That's okay. a horrible story. Let's not begin. So, yeah. I appreciate my mate so much right now. I know. Oh my god, they are blessing not in disguise. <laughs> they are actually true blessings. <laughs> so, yes, thanks to them. Okay. So when we worked together, I was the manager of Bbooks. Ritu was the social media content creator uh, for Bbooks. That used to be That's my right. first job, and then I handed it over because I just had to just way too much going on at that. You point. got promoted, I guess, and I tried to fill in your shoes, which were pretty big shoes for me to fill in. But nevertheless, I tried my best. It was amazing because Bbooks. If you look at their social media, it just went up from there. Because I was not officially yeah. trained as a designer. I was more of a writer from the get go, and yeah. I was just somebody exactly. who knew how to do social media. I just knew my way around it. Yeah. Um, but before that, I, I believe you were a, you were doing something very similar, but for a brand, if I'm not wrong. Before you joined. Yes, people. actually. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, prior to that. In fact, I was working for a company which handled branding, and uh, it it was during that period of time when I was introduced to social media marketing, and uh, that's where I even learned uh, the basics of designing, not the pro versions of Adobe, uh, Photoshop, and uh, Lighthouse, which are now very popular with the graphic designers. But I learned the basic uh, tools and all. I think uh, that was uh, the time when I was introduced to this uh, designing stuff, and I thought I was really that's something that I. took an interest uh, in as well so that's where i think um, uh, i started researching about what are the other tools which helps novice people like me who are interested in designing but they don't uh, know the uh, 
probably the right mode to go forward. So without taking any designing courses, I think Canva and all these tools really helped me to design. So, yep, that's how I started. That's my journey. So for me, I uh, turned, I landed on Bbooks because I did a Google search. I was looking for publishing houses in Calcutta. Bbooks was one of the houses that came up, uh, and I was specifically looking for an English publication house. How did you right. land up at the job? Actually, after my first job, I uh, quit the job to pursue uh, uh, this uh, course. I actually got uh, to know about this course in Jadavpur University about editing and publishing, and uh, I uh, enrolled myself in that course. And after the completion of that course, uh, these publishing houses, a couple of publishing houses came down to recruit people and I chanced upon one of those uh, jobs which was with three books and I took it as it came my way. I didn't think much about it though, I just went with the flow. Yeah, fun fact, I studied in that college for 8 years and I never came across because I think you did the course after I had passed yeah, I already in a job. I, I guess, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have been fun actually had I got to know you back then. It would have been a whole different ball game, probably. I don't know. I'm just thinking maybe it could have been different. But nevertheless, I got to meet you in V-Books and I'm pretty glad about it. Yeah, so one thing that also fascinated me and I want to talk about it is uh, your skills with Microsoft Office. I have not seen people. Oh, no, yes. I can show people my CV, the one that you did up, and I was like, "How did you do it? This is a Word document. How is it so pretty?" <laughs> I think nowadays, I think it's pretty common. But back then, I think um, I just uh, went on uh, to research about how to beautify your CV, how to make it more presentable, and uh, being a uh, content writer, how else can you add value than just typing in your skills. So I think uh, I chanced upon some templates and I thought I could probably um, make it more presentable. So that's how I thought I would just contribute into Did that CV actually help you get a job? That would I be landed on this job, no? Right after I... Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so the treat is due, you know? <laughs> it's been two years, but okay. It's been two years, so you know, you need to give me a big fat treat. I'm not gonna be satisfied with this. We also need to be in the same place yeah. because the other thing is, after we both left VVOOCS, yeah. we kept moving. At least I am pretty set on staying in Mumbai, but you keep shifting. I've been moving a lot. I've been moving a lot. I think in the last uh, couple of years, I've been to Kota, I've been to Meerut, I've been to Banaras, and now I am in Hyderabad. Hopefully, I'll be here for some years to come and not move to any other place any soon. So, yeah, I have seen some places in the last couple of years. So, we'll come back to all your moving around, but I want to know something that when we were, uh, you know, when you were the social media manager for VBooks, was it difficult to come up with content every single day or what was your thought process? Like, I know we used to have this Monday meeting where we would decide that, okay, what do we do now? <laughs> yes, I know. Coming up with something really original which will beat your competitors is really challenging but at the end of the day I think what we really used to do was we used to go for competitive analysis. Do you remember that? We used to yeah, read and see what other uh, publishing houses were actually doing at that point in time. Also keeping in mind that we are not going to copy them but how do we beat them in this particular game of digital marketing. So I think we also used to put a lot of 
focus on our books what is the target audience i think that was really very important to decide that the demographics the target audience who are we actually trying to put a uh, project this book to so i think those things uh, contributed uh, towards making a particular post or rather uh, that was the idea behind creating a particular post or the planning i think Actually, so tell me something. You studied a course on editing and publishing. How did you go from there to becoming a social media content creator? Yes, <laughs> even I am wondering now. <laughs> How did that happen? I was supposed to be an editor or a proofreader probably, and I ended up becoming a social media manager. But then I remember I also used to handle some of the proofreading uh, for the books as well. Some of the manuscripts did come my way sometimes, even some of the books as well. So I did enjoy reading the books, and whenever there was an error, be it a glaring error or just a small one as well, I think I took pride in <laughs> spotting the errors. I thought, uh, yes, I could probably become a good editor someday. And now I am in a job where eighty uh, percent of my job involves proofreading articles and um, yeah, all different sorts of uh, content actually. So yeah. So, so the proofreading thing, especially for e-books, we were such a small team and we were on such a tight budget. I yeah. think at one point all of us proofread books. I proofread <laughs> exactly. Who proofread? I yes. think even Aisha has proofread books, and Aisha is the one yes, who owns the company. Sure. Yes, and yes, so at does. one some point we have all proofread books. That was I think fun. that is probably yeah that was fun. I think that is uh, the beauty of a small industry where you have small number of uh, people working for you. Everyone coming to pitch uh, pitch in in some way or the other. It is not just restricted to your particular job role. You go beyond that. You push yourself to contribute in uh, different ways, probably for which you weren't even hired. So that also, I think, uh, upgrades your skills. You entered as a content writer, or you entered as a social media manager, but then you also end up uh, upgrading your skill as a proofreader. So I think it's a win-win for everyone. So it's good to upgrade your skills that way. Yeah, I I actually enjoyed my time working at Bbooks because there was no set. Mark of this is my job, and this yes. you do not get to put right, your nose right. into this. I have also Absolutely. I learned how to do Amazon and Flipkart backend at that job as well. Yes, which I know. I know. Right. Grateful for. And when I use that knowledge in my current job, most of the time people are like, "But you are a content writer. You stick to writing content. Let us figure yeah, out the marketing." Right, right. <laughs> I think that happens. Yeah, I think that happens when you switch to a bigger company. I'm not very sure, uh, but uh, I would like to think on those lines um, because <laughs> once you specialize in something and you are hired by a bigger company, they think, okay, so you need to specialize from here onwards. But in a small company, because the manpower is uh, less. Everyone tends to come up, uh, come uh, together. You know, okay, you can't help uh, do this, uh, or rather, you can't get this job done. So let me actually help me with whatever ideas I have. So I think that's how the ball gets rolling in a small company as well. So also, I would say that there was one benefit of working with Bbooks is we didn't have a boss who would constantly break down our neck, you know, constantly yeah. monitoring what we are doing. So she had always given us that freedom to do whatever you want. I think that also helped us to grow creatively as well. So I think that also helped us to actually probably spread our wings of imagination and creativity and soar higher. I don't know. You you probably I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, fun fact: She does not like being called a boss. I'm pretty sure she's going to look at this video and she's like, "Did you guys really call me a boss again?" I know. <laughs> exactly. I know. <laughs> I, I remember, like the first time I went to uh, went for my interview, I'm like, "Hi, ma'am," and uh, so, <laughs> I like, can't oh, imagine you calling me <laughs> a ma'am. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah, I know. I know. And like, she's like, oh, please, uh, come to Asia. Like, okay, <laughs> this is a pretty cool place to work then. So, yep, I really enjoyed my time in Phoenix. Especially when I used to be in office, not when I started working from home. That's a different yeah. chapter altogether. Yeah. Yeah, but coming so, to that. That has its yeah. pros and cons as well. What was that like? I know you continued working from home for Vbooks for a while because you had to move. Yes, you didn't yes. really have a choice. You had to move out of Calcutta. Yes, I did not have much of a choice though. But I think uh, I was very, uh, I was completely ready to put my papers out there and resign because I knew I had to move out of Kolkata. And back then, working from home wasn't really a normal stuff like how it is right now, right? So That's everyone COVID. is working. That's because of COVID, the situation has changed the complete uh, scenario. So um, I think back then it was very different and uh, I remember I was about to resign and uh, she offered me rather uh, a different uh, choice. She told me, why don't you work from home? So wherever you are, since your job involves uh, dealing with social media, you can continue with that. And I was pretty happy with the uh, option or with the choice which I was given um, because Back in Kota, I wasn't very sure how many opportunities I would be getting and more importantly because I really enjoyed what I was doing with people. So I was really happy that I got that opportunity to continue working from home. So yes, working from home was different back then because I think you had to juggle both uh, the roles of uh, you know balancing your uh, household chores and at the same time uh, balancing your professional work as well. So I think uh, I am now a pro at it. So it's been a while since I have been working from home. I think um, yes, I enjoyed my phase, that phase as well. Yeah, I'm sure because for us, when the COVID thing started and we had to work from home, like doing it one day is fine. It's yeah. a one-off day. But doing it regularly, yeah. it took me a month to come to terms with the fact this is my life, this is when I have to wake up, this is when I have to cook. And then you have to be so strict about things. Like if people call you during lunch, when you're cooking lunch, you have to tell them that I will not attend your call of You cannot call me right now. And it that assertion took some time because a lot of times I used to put people on speaker and say, Yeah, you talk to me, I will cook. I will I just don't care. I have to cook right now. <laughs> yeah, because you need to balance so many things, right? Nobody else is going to come down to your place to cook for you. Especially during COVID times, right? So you had to juggle so many roles together. You have to be the maid. You have to be the dishwasher. <laughs> you have to be your I don't know so many different things. An executive, a content writer, a marketer. Got those so many roles. It becomes sometimes a bit difficult. And you need that social connect too, like which sometimes isn't available when you are working from home. It becomes difficult, but during these times, I think work from home is an absolute must. Absolutely, I agree because this situation is scary. I went downstairs the other day, and my neighbor told me that you know cases are on the rise now. I'm scared. I'm like, you weren't before, auntie. What's up? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yes, I'm sure there's a good percentage of people who are actually uh, like loitering around without any purpose, but just for the sake of it just because they don't feel like they want to stay back home so because of some people's carelessness the cases are also on the rise that is not loitering and chai yes. and since it's raining because it's Bombay yeah. monsoons <laughs> my favorite yes, memory yes. of us <laughs> oh my god I know where you're heading <laughs> I know and it was fun I so miss it I, I really do I, I don't remember it was the last time I actually went on a bus ride the Kolkata bus rides 
they can be really a big challenge Webox's office is in a place which floods very easily it's in North Calcutta and it flooded <laughs> speaking of which i also have another memory which is very special to my heart i'll get back to that later but first you continue <laughs> so as then i think we went out ubers kept cancelling on us even though we just wanted to get yeah. to one metro station we didn't care which one and we just wanted to go yes. to one metro station that is it that is and all we wanted or somehow even if it if there's just scatter of like even though it will be this light rain the, the surge will be like 2x 3x 5x god i remember and, and finally i think we got on a bus during covid yeah. i remember yeah. when we got on a bus and the bus After half an hour, you said that didn't we already cross this path? What is this? Path? Because we were constantly talking. We just forgot where we had to get down. We were constantly talking. We spent uh, like some, seven hours in the office, and still we had so much to share. Even when the bus was on the move, like dude, we had to get down like two stops earlier probably, and we missed a stop. Yeah. And then, and then we went back. I don't know. The, the bus also kept. The bus went back because it was in a limited route. It was not going the entire way because of the okay. rain. I don't so suddenly, the I details, remember. Suddenly, I remember we took the bus from Amma Street Police Station, right? And suddenly, I see oh, we are back no, at the no. same place. What is happening? And then exactly. you decided on the next stop that I am craving chai and I want pakora. So it is. Craving. Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> Kolkata and those steaming hot pakoras and they these are heaven. Little delights of heaven. Come on, you can't. Yeah, I do miss pakora over here, but I remember that because it was raining. We were those in a were bus and then we decided to go down and walk. And we actually, I remember asking random passerbys that is there a chai shop around? We just need chai. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah, fun fact: we did have chai. We had pagora. We took the metro back home. But that was yes. the craziest thing we've done together. When it was already so late and it was raining like crazy, and we were like, no, 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 yeah. chai and pagora is a must. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That is more important than actually getting stuck in the stream. <laughs> so that was more important for us. Do you remember another instance back in Vivox itself? Uh, it was quite late, and it was raining cats and dogs. And you know how uh, this holistic uh, gets flooded during uh, the rains and all. So one fine, not very fine evening, not at least for you. So the water level was quite high. So we had to get down. From the stairs, and when we were getting down, you were the first person to get down from the stairs, and water was almost uh, like almost knee deep. So you got down from the stairs, and just when you were knee deep, I was still on the stairs, and I said, "No, I'm not coming." And you were so furious. I was like, "I'm not really knee deep," and you refused to come. What the hell? You have to come. I mean, you were constantly, you were like almost trying to drag me when I was just laughing at you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that scenario? I don't oh because God. I was so I think I was so angry I blacked it out. You were bad. You were bad. You were bad. Yeah. Yeah. You you were, bad. Bad. You, you were just mad. Like, how can you do that to me? You have to get down in this in this big big. That that was fun. It used to flood so easily. <laughs> yes. Oh, like yeah, it didn't even rain heavily. With some light rain and light shower, it would flood maybe. I also again fond memory from Bebox does not involve chai. Uh, it involves wine and a book. Oh yes, oh yes, yes. Of course, I remember. <laughs> you even shared that uh, image, I think, a few days back. Oh it keeps God, that's my memory. So it was on the first of July. So every first of July, Instagram reminds me that this is a memory you have from this many years ago. So that I, I should frame that picture. 
we i will i actually have a print out i think of that picture but it's back home it's not you your do? okay but that was one memorable evening that i'm going to take it to my deathbed that was really amazing i think Yeah, I think yeah. you want to share. Uh, so the story that. is, there was <laughs> Rajat Kapoor who had come down, and he was the special guest for one of the books we were releasing. Ritu and I had worked on uh, the book ka entire social media plan. I think no, I'm sorry, I I did Shruti not work Upadha on it. Book. I had it was, yeah, it was white noise. Yeah. Shruti Upadhyay's book, yeah. and I think we had just come back. Uh, at that point of time from Wales Asia and I no I was already yeah, back yeah. she was she continued her trip and then she came back she came back yeah. and you did the entire promotion and everything on your on your own i think i came and yeah. i helped ekdam last day when i had to send out newsletters and all right 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 <laughs> and i remember we were so happy and happy on wine and there's a huge line of people who want to who just don't care about the book okay because there are so many people in a book release who just don't care about the book or the author they just want to meet they the just celebrity. come for yeah they just they come just for the celebrity and for the yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> i remember that by that time since we were already exhausted and i was tipsy <laughs> i was tipsy. yes i was very happy <laughs> yeah <laughs> There was a line. Ritu oh wanted a picture click with Rajat Kapoor. Somebody cut that line and wanted to take a picture with him. I was yeah. again furious. Me decided to come out. I was furious. The guy asked me that, "Can you take a picture of me with him?" And I said, "No. I will take a picture of my friend first, and then I will take your picture." I know the guy was thinking, "Oh my God, look at her audacity!" Huh? And I was like, "Okay, he didn't expect that don't be." That was that was amazing. It was a I found a new respect for you. I found a new respect for you, which I never knew I could ever find. Like, oh my God, hail this goddess! <laughs> this is amazing. I loved it. That was really fun. Oh. And every every year on first July, every time that picture comes up, I'm like, I remember this incident. <laughs> Yes, and that was such a memorable incident. I mean, there were more stories to this, but I think that was the most uh, like uh, that was the cream part of the uh, entire evening. Yeah, that that was the highlight. Okay, <laughs> that was good. Coming yeah, to you, constantly shifting. Your constantly shifting oh. is also reflected on the way you are. You represent yourself on social media. There was this one time you Isn't were sharing a lot of things about travel because you were traveling a lot. I think you had traveled a lot at that point of time, and you have all those aesthetically pleasing shots. Then yes, recently, I. Yes. <laughs> and then I recently, remember. I also noticed that you started this page called Designed by Ritu, where you no sorry, Styled by Ritu, where you have started styling hair and you into makeup, which is something yeah. I did not know about you at all. So do the moods yeah. affect it, or is it your mood that affects it? I think uh, the mood, yes, uh, not the move. Probably move for the travel, uh, travel log, not travel log. It wasn't for the travel pictures. Probably it affected. But when it came to beauty and styling, I think uh, that uh, particular topic was something which was very close to my heart always. Uh, but uh, it never found a, 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 like uh, it never found a platform. So what happened was uh, how it uh, probably. Uh, motivated me even more was when i got married that was the first time i actually had a full blown makeup on my face 
So I really was impressed by the way I was looking. I was like, how okay? So she has highlighted the strong features on my face and has beautified me. Uh, and I was really happy about it. I was like, how did she do it? It's like a magician just painted on a canvas, and uh, it was really amazing. I said, okay. So what's the trick behind it? And I wanted to learn, uh, like, uh, how can you? Beautify someone. It's not about making a dark girl pair. That's not called uh, makeup and beauty. It's about uh, taking the strong points and the strong features in one's face and highlighting them. So I thought, okay, this is also uh, like art. I would say. So that uh, was uh, something which really uh, made me very curious, and I went back to my. Uh, this beautician, the one who makeup stylist, in fact. Um, so this makeup artist who did my makeup on my wedding, I went back to her to take a brief course to learn about the basics, and uh, that further intrigued me. And I think uh, after that, uh, makeup and beauty has always stayed very close to my heart. So even now, I try to you know learn or research a bit about what's trending right now, how to you know up my game in makeup. So that's my little. person उट inside me that uh, was always really uh, interested who was always really interested in makeup and hairstyling so i thought it was life's too short we should try things which interest you so i so that's why i took an interest and i went to learn the basics from her yeah i saw the hairstyles that you did and i think i commented on one of them saying that i really like yes. this but i don't think i have long enough hair to do it but it, it is so pretty which again yeah, brings me to this Right now, we live in a digital world, and social media is doing such a lot of good things as well. If you take away the five percent people who are constantly cribbing about everything in the world, <laughs> there will always be that person. Right? <laughs> But I like how they have social media has actually leveled the playing field. I cannot imagine when we were growing up, somebody who is interested in makeup would actually have the what do you call it? Have the resources. Or the means to figure out that this is what I want to do, and I want to put it out into the world that I am good at this. Right, right, that's true. Now I think like people are uh, more active on this digital front. They are taking notice of uh, these people. In fact, that's exactly how I chanced on my uh, makeup artist. I was going through the Facebook pages of these artists, and these Facebook pages actually uh, act as a portfolio to their work. So that helped her uh, grab a client uh, through me. So I think these platforms are actually uh, acting as uh, really good uh, places where people can grab a job. People can actually showcase their potential. I think the power of uh, this uh, digital platform is enormous, and it's really probably it will rise much higher, especially 
after uh, COVID. I think it's going to rise much higher than this. Yeah, what what so. do you think? No, I hope so too because one of the things that I was also talking about this with another friend yesterday when I was we were shooting Chaya and Chill with the amount of content that has come up especially during the lockdown and the number of people who started taking up new hobbies and the kind of things I started seeing it was it was amazing what people can do if they just have the right time the platform and the resources. Right, right, right. Because we are yeah. always so stuck in our job, like the ten uh, to seven, ten to eight job really takes a lot of your time. You are hardly left with any time to invest in your hobbies. So I think uh, now that people are working from home, they can balance uh, work. I'm not saying that working from home means only just sleeping for. Two three hours you are working, but then at the same time you are cutting down on your travel time. Yeah, uh, you don't have to travel. And living in cities, I'm sure you know how uh, big a hassle it is to travel from point A to point B, right? So oh, also we are contributing to a much greener uh, earth because we are not commuting, so there is not much pollution. So we are contributing to a better earth as well. For me personally, time has been of the. you know time has been something that i have gained because i live 20 kilometers away from where i work so cutting down on that entire one hour journey back and forth so that is basically two hours of my day i am not exhausted with uh, traveling in a local bombay local is in itself very mentally yeah. taxing exhausting so exactly. i used to Correct. stay back at office on purpose so that i would get an empty train so i am not doing that anymore now right now if i am done by 8 8:30 i can shut off the Work and I can do my own thing, and I have more time to right, do other right. things as well. Things that have interested and, me more. Right, exactly. You think that you can be more productive as well if you are in a good yes. frame of mind, where you are not uh, always calculating. Okay, how much time is it going to take me to go back home? <laughs> like you are constantly calculating. You stopping uh, human. You become so mechanical. Uh, so I think that also affects your productivity at times. It does. Plus, if you are just traveling and working, your brain is not getting a break. Right now, I have better. I am also much better at the work that I do. Is because my brain is getting that rest. It is getting to explore other avenues as well. And speaking right. of work, you are a yep. content writer now. <laughs> yep, and a proofreader. Yep, I know. More of a not content writer, but I would call myself a copywriter. Yeah. So I try to write engaging content which is going to catch the eye of my target audience. So that's what I try to do. Wait, uh, so what is the difference between this is something that has intrigued me because as a content writer at a digital agency, I have to do both copy and content. I don't know why. Yeah. So I have to do websites okay. and I have to do social and I have to do everything. But right. we are always told that uh, a content writer is different and a copywriter is different. So what is the difference? And what exactly is your idea of uh, the difference between a content writing and layman's terms? Content writer is someone who does uh, long format content like blog posts, newsletters, yeah. website pages. Yes. Copywriter yeah. is somebody who does the tweets, the social media, Instagram, would write. It's not just crisp that. Yes, crisp. punchy lines which is going to catch the uh, probably or make your visitors stop in the tracks basically the target is to uh, in copywriting i think uh, if i'm not wrong the target is to uh, probably you know uh, like i said catch your uh, audience in their track and make them stop and see what exactly you want to say so your writing should be lucid it should be compact it is targeted at selling something it can be a service it can uh, be talking about your brand 
so it is informative it is said in such a language which people can easily relate to it shouldn't be so ornamental or so difficult to uh, decode that people will lose interest as we already know that our uh, target audiences uh, attention span is very short and in that short attention span you have to make an impact right yeah, so 2008 so i was reading up on attention spans like you said i found a blog mm-hmm. post from 2008 or 2010 around that time that time it said it was 15 seconds recently i read a study which said 5 uh, seconds and extremely recently like i kid you not 2 to 3 days ago because i teach kids blogging i was researching it and it said 3 seconds yeah, just imagine just is- just yes and that is the challenge that we have to face every day that make it so different and so unique that it is going to make your visitors stop in the track or your readers uh, take a second glance at what you have to offer so i think uh, it all comes down to writing um, it comes down to the power of words and of course proofreading is something which i do Do you miss Can creating you? designs and coming up with your own concepts? Because right now it sounds like somebody gives you the brief and you have to work on that brief. Yeah, that is exactly how it happens. The ex uh, the executive he comes with the brief and I'll have to work my way around that particular brief. And uh, yes, I do miss uh, creating um, these graphics. But here I'm creating with words, right? I'm uh, creating new concepts with words. so that is also an art i would uh, say uh, so this takes the shape of a graphic design and uh, content and copy takes the shape of uh, i would say uh, visual delight as well because uh, once people take note of um, of the words that you are trying to get across i think they are going to turn back and see what exactly you are trying to offer so that itself is also an art and you have to get really good at it because you have so many competition around you everyone yeah. is trying to beat them game i like yeah. all the three jobs that you had plus your hobbies they are so different from each other yeah i think i like to keep myself busy and explore new things at the same time But, i don't like yeah same things kind of makes me seem like it's getting a bit monotonous and i need to uh, try something new which i haven't tried it exercises my brain probably But do you think that's a good idea you know to constantly shift like i have been told that if you want to you know rise in this uh profession also fun fact i came into this whole ad agency business by accident when i was applying for jobs i saw a lot of jobs listed as uh, content writer and copywriter and being a writer i just assumed that these are just writing jobs i learned everything that i know today on, on my job. first job I was so yeah. shocked at what I had landed myself in because I had no idea that this is what was going on. I was like, "Ha, okay. How different would it be? We have already done this for books. It is not going to be that different to do it for products." And my mind was blown. Yes, Someone it is so different, my, isn't it? Yeah. Someone complimented my deck. I had created this deck for the blogging that I'm teaching these kids. She so said that okay. the uh, deck looks so good. <laughs> Thanks. It took me two years to get here. <laughs> I know there's so much happening out there in the world, and most importantly, in the social media and writing as well. This the trends are changing so much. 
like how you spoke about the attention span as well so you so everything is changing and you have to do a lot of research to know what exactly is happening right now you have to keep abreast with those uh, challenges and you have to constantly see and like figure out what and or how i can actually uh, contribute in making this content more uh, engaging and compelling and how i can set it different from the rest of my competitors so i think research plays a very important role as well and more than writing i think uh, you know you have to invest almost 50% of the time in research what exactly you are trying to accomplish why exactly you are trying to do this mm, so absolutely yeah yeah so you know sometimes it happens that uh, i even uh, get asked like you have to do this job right now you have to deliver i understand there are uh, some uh, content which you need on a deadline but if you want quality job you have to give it some time because there is research involved in it as well you have to invest some time and yes for other exceptions when there you need a job on a priority basis i understand you have to deliver it so that's a different story but other than that i think research and writing goes hand in hand Mm. Well, like, how much time do you invest in research? I invested so no, again for research. I do my own research, obviously, because uh, the Virgo in me doesn't trust people. <laughs> <laughs> I know, been there, done that. The Virgo in me doesn't trust that, people sorry. at all. Uh, but the thing again, because I work in a bigger agency, we have our SEO team and our OR team who does all the research, and then I like challenging all of their research by saying that I don't think this is right. I am surprised that nobody has escalated me yet but yes I have so again <laughs> I'm so I'm so sure the kids I'm teaching right now they're so sick of me using the word SEO and I can understand because once upon a time I used to use this word a lot I'm sure we have had conversations about yeah. SEO and as this well is important yeah so I remember you you were one of the people who told me to do SEO for my blog my blog right now if you look for my name the first thing you find yes. the first hit that you have is my blog it took me a while to get there yes, so I was explaining yes, to the yes. kids why they need to do SEO and most of them were like but if I am a good exactly. writer why will it not work I was like I used to be you listen to me <laughs> I know this, this is one of the most strongest uh, pillars to, into getting higher in that uh, google uh, page you know you have to focus on your SEO game and it's not like you have to stuff those keywords even if it doesn't fit your sentence sorry Yeah, I told them that I was telling them that there's a fine line between stuffing SEO and uh, making sure that the writing, the write-up is SEO optimized. There's a difference. Yes, yes, yes. There lies a difference, and there's a thin, you know, thin difference. <laughs> like you rightly said, it's a very thin line. line. So you have thin line. Yes, yes. <laughs> But then I'm very happy that you actually took that advice, and it's helping you now with your blog page. Which reminds me, where is your blog? Yes, uh, I have been procrastinating that since a very long time. It's about time I take it up. Okay. I know. I met you, I think, back in 2016. If I'm not wrong, 2016, 17, most probably. Yes, 17. Yeah, 17. Yeah, 16 was when I met Shuganda. 17. You told me you wanted to start a travel blog. It's 2020. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Corona I has stopped traveling. <laughs> Are you sure of that? corona has stopped traveling or it has actually made us all stop in this travel uh, scenario they have put a stop to our traveling game so that's really sad it is but i also like the fact that it also gifted us 
there is good and bad of course but i like yes, because it yes, made us force us to self reflect and take a lot of action yes it did i think we all have probably took a step back and we did think like what are the priorities what are we actually doing we are rethinking about our own choices that also did make an impact corona yes it has contributed in good and bad ways and now again this is one topic which is debatable pros of corona and cons of corona i think this probably needs a whole different uh, uh, time slot or time limit talk about just the advantages that i'm sure that you know you would need a lot of health experts and a lot of mental health experts to sit and debate with you because yes, it is yes, right their uh, jobs right now has become so difficult obviously frontline workers and mental health experts yes, because since human beings are social animals a lot of people cannot deal with being at home a lot of people cannot deal with that at all like even though you are an introvert a lot of you miss going out i was taking a walk right, right. like right, the first right, 3 right. months when i had to be absolutely cooped up in the house it was so difficult but now it's better it's especially better. more i think because once you stay all alone or by yourself the only interaction you have is when you are going to the office sitting with your colleagues talking to them that itself is refreshing at times when of course you don't have that work pressure but uh, when this covid happened everyone is left with no other choice but to stay back home so you know having the choice to not step out of the house is a different thing but having absolutely no choice and when you are said that you have no cho- other choice but to stay back at home becomes really difficult to sink in so if i am given a choice to stay back at home and go out i might take or pick uh, staying back at home but when you don't have any other option it becomes really a bit disappointing yeah Then that's that is something. Yeah, that's something we were discussing. So someone told me that it is difficult for you because you don't have a choice. You are forced to work from home. Yes, that's freelancing. Yeah, the time when I was freelancing, it was much easier because I had made that choice for myself. I knew what I was getting into this time. Right. right. And the other thing that is, is that is not something which was pinned on you. Yeah. yeah, nobody pinned it on you. But now this has been pinned on us. So we don't have much of a choice. Rather, we would prefer to stay back home. I mean, given a choice between work from home and going to the office, I would definitely take work from home. Okay. I so would I. So yeah, my office has given us the choice that do you want to travel or do you want to be at home. I live twenty kilometers away, so there is no way of I yeah, can obviously, exactly. go there at all. Right. Yeah. I think even you need to be in that uh, frame of mind. You you shouldn't feel constantly. Uh, you shouldn't be in that fear. Okay, if I'm traveling all this way to my office, uh, is uh, am I actually keeping myself safe? You are constantly at you know contradiction with your own uh, chain of thoughts. Like when you have that fear, you don't have that peace of mind. You won't be able to be productive in at your workplace as well. I think this staying back home and uh, actually working is much. Will probably add to your productivity level than battling every day and going to your workplace with the fear that, is definitely going to dampen your spirits as well. That I believe is just going to give me a lot of anxiety because uh, I did not I had gone to my grocery store just once in this entire pandemic that we are under and there were people who were not following the social distancing norms who are not wearing your mask so you can do everything right and somebody else's carelessness right. might infect you and that is not okay with me. That yeah, is same here. I have seen so many people who are like least bothered about wearing a mask. Then, okay, this probably is some uh, I don't know. This is something which is probably a hoax. 
so this has not got nothing to do with me so i will not choose not to wear a mask like this is not just about your safety it's about people around you everybody's safety you have to yes yes you have to be a bit mature about this and then again we can't really school people all along okay. i try to but <laughs> <laughs> i really don't end up successful all the time people will not listen and Oh, that's that is a, again hold on the topic that if I start ranting about yes. what I wish people would do, I would <laughs> not stop. So let's not go there. But yeah, the okay. one more thing that when I when we were planning our chai and chill, and I was thinking about the things to ask you. For some reason, I thought your husband is a essential worker. Well, he's not an essential worker, but his work is essential for his clients. You know, <laughs> they actually bank on him for his valuable uh, consultancy. So yes, his work is essential, but he is not in the. Yeah, because when I asked you that what does he do, you told me he is a uh, consultant, and yeah. I was like, okay, consultant of what? Now you have left me where I am thinking that he could be a consultant for drag queens to drugs. What? <laughs> You have given me too broad a spectrum, and when I say drugs, I don't mean the drugs you trip on. I mean the chemist drugs. <laughs> yeah. So, do you want me to invite him uh, on this Zoom call so that he can give you a full-fledged detail about what exactly he's working? I thought this was about us. I don't know why. I thought he works for the CSC and he's an essential worker. I don't know why I thought that. So he was he was in CSC. That was yes. You never told me that he finished his job. That is why I was thinking that he must. Yeah. I'm so sorry, my bad. <laughs> But now he is not in CBSC anymore. He is now an associate consultant, and uh, yep, uh, I think he's right. His work. I think that's he's also working. Yeah, I need to. How's that I, <laughs> yeah, that is pretty good. You know, we get to spend some quality time together as well as obviously balancing both work and home. But he uh, probably prior to this he didn't have to engage much in the household chores. But right now he does have to contribute a bit more. That's perfectly fine since we both are working. Yeah, but who makes the chai? Who's turn is it to make the chai? Yes, <laughs> it's it's actually yeah. Uh, it's uh, on Mondays it's my duty. On Tuesdays probably it's his game. And again Wednesday we just do it on alternate days. Whenever I meet. Yeah, yeah. We, keep, try to keep it all, we try to balance it out. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Chai and Chill. We will be back again in three days. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me.